Welcome to this episode of Celestial Chronicles. I'm your host, Arav, and today we'll continue the interesting journey we began in our last episode, Ram and Lakshman's journey through northern India with the Rishi Vishwamitra. We left off last episode at Baliya, where Vishwamitra told Ram and Lakshman the story of how the Ganga came down to earth. If you haven't yet, check that episode out. After resting at Baliya, Vishwamitra revealed to Ram and Lakshman the purpose that he had brought them on this journey for. It turned out that there were three demons, Tarka and her sons Marich and Subahu, who were harassing and killing rishis all around India. Vishwamitra needed Ram to help guard his yagya, or fire sacrifice, from these demons. Ram accepted the responsibility, and they proceeded through a forest in what is now Buxar, in Bihar, towards Vishwamitra's ashram. However, while they were walking through the forest, they were ambushed by Tarka. At this point, Vishwamitra, aware of Tarka's demonic nature, requested Ram to kill her and free this part of India from her terror. Ram, however, was concerned with the ethicality of killing a woman, which was unacceptable at the time. To help Ram out of his hesitation, Vishwamitra narrated to Ram the story of Tarka's life. Tarka was a Yakshini, given by Brahma to the Yaksh Suteku. Who were the Yakshas? The Yakshas were a class of usually benevolent nature spirits. If you'd like to hear the story of the many different species in Hindu mythology, stay tuned for next week's episode. But back to Tarka's story. At birth, Tarka was blessed with the strength of a thousand elephants, and that was the reason for her colossal strength. Upon growing up, she married and delivered two sons, Maricha, Marich, and Subahu. Unfortunately, both of them were very mischievous, and they were both cursed to become Rakshasas, or demons, after angering a powerful Rishi. When Tarka and her husband tried taking revenge, Tarka was cursed to demonhood, as well as her husband, who was accidentally on purpose killed. Due to this misfortune, Tarka and her sons began to harass Rishis in that area. Motivated by hearing about Tarka's misdeeds and encouraged to do so by Vishwamitra and Lakshman, Ram warned Tarka against continuing her terror campaign. Tarka, however, did not listen and lunged towards Ram, who had to kill her in self-defense. After killing Tarka, Vishwamitra, Ram and Lakshman proceeded to Vishwamitra's ashram to prepare for Vishwamitra's yagya, or fire sacrifice, which Ram was to guard. Ram successfully guarded it, killing Subahu, Tarka's son, in the process. After this, Vishwamitra, grateful to Ram, offered him knowledge of all the celestial weaponry, which Ram gratefully accepted. It was due to this celestial weaponry that he was able to defeat Ravana later in the Ramayana. After this, Vishwamitra and the princes proceeded towards Kanyakumj, Vishwamitra's former capital. Here, Vishwamitra narrated the story of his ancestor Kushnabha's hundred daughters. The story goes as follows. The king Kushnabha had 100 daughters who were known for their beauty all across India. The daughters, however, refused his proposal 
since they did not have their father's consent. And angered, Vayu broke their limbs and backs. When they came back home, Kushnaba was deeply saddened and thought about what he could do to help them. When he asked his ministers, they told him about a saintly king named Brahmadatta who could restore their beauty. Overjoyed, Kushnaba hastily organized their marriage to Brahmadatta, after which the hundred girls were relieved of Vayu's curse. Vishwamitra himself was the nephew of these hundred girls. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, stay tuned for next week's special episode on the many species of beings in Hindu mythology. Thank you so much for watching, and please share this podcast with anyone you can. Thank you so much.